0: We are here doing the first of what will be possibly very many episodes at the front end of this tournament uh, with a lot of exciting stuff kind of all piled up. Um, We'll get to Andy Murray and such later, and and feelings, and I'm sure there will be many.
1: Y'all got to just let Courtney process and, like... Is she not ready yet? No, it's not even that I'm not ready. I probably could, but it would be stream of consciousness. And also, I don't want to, like... Obviously, I want to do my Andy Murray tribute, but I also, like, don't want it to be redundant of what's been out, you know, because there are so many great Andy Murray tributes. I think think the one that I've read that kind of hits it as close on... You know, as as how I feel is the one um, on Dead Spin by Yuri Nathan.
0: People have been, by the way, like raving about that story yeah. here. Like the Brits were like, who is this Gary Nathan? Weird. Because he nailed it. Yeah. Um he, yeah. he basically yeah. said
1: what I would want to say from a kind of like setting the table and then going into my own Courtney journey with the Moose. Um but uh, but yeah, so I
0: love that no one calls him that, which is great. Except for you. I don't
1: understand why nobody like Moose never caught on of all the 40 Deuce nicknames. I felt like that was so obvious, and it just never caught on. It like really insulted me. <laughs> Ninja, really? But moose, no? I don't get you people. Ghouls caught on. Ghouls caught on, which is super weird, which makes no sense to anybody, because like, that was such a very specific never-been-kissed joke <laughs> from the time. But anyways. Um, anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll, so we'll, 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 we'll just, talk, Andy.
0: We're, we're going to get there. But for yeah. now, we got draws to get to, which are probably the most time-sensitive thing at this tournament. We've got draws. work to do, folks. we got work to do. So would you like to start, Courtney? Can I offer you the ladies or the gentlemen first? Let's talk boys. Okay, boys. Boys, I have. They haven't seen it. They didn't have draws (laughs) with the qualifiers filled in. So I spent the last few minutes filling in my qualifiers manually, which is very, I feel like I'm, you know, uh, writing down like Hebrew scrolls. It feels very spiritual.
1: Well, already you're ahead of most people because you actually have a PDF printout of the draw. Yeah. I don't. What happened?
0: The app and everything, it's unimpressive. Unimpressive. I'm I'm not going to be ruder than that, but I'm not impressed. Novak Djokovic, top seed at the Australian Open. After being, like, seeded, I don't know, like, 21st-ish or something, something double-digit here last year, losing to Chung in the fourth round uh, in 3 tiebreak sets, I believe that match was. Uh, he comes back uh, a much more complete, more, imp- more impressive player winning the last two Grand Slams. With A lot of people talking about how he has a real shot to do a second Novak Slam win all four in a row. Very much on the table. And the table is set for him here. Uh, his shot's not Amazing. Like, it's not the softest draw in the world. He gets Mitchell Krueger mm. as his qualifier first. He gets, but then he gets Sanga, who looked pretty Who looked really good looked in Brisbane. I really have to say, I was, Brisbane. Brisbane. I was in Brisbane. Beat Diminor, which is yeah. impressive. And
1: just really, I think there was a point for Sanga in that tournament, not the Diminor match, but the one he had before. Um, where something clicked within him, and he started playing that like grip and rip tennis that Sanga plays that we love. That obviously brought him to start right here at the yeah. Australian Open two thousand eight. But um, somehow, somewhere along the line, he started to like play more tennis, which was kind of like, "Don't play tennis, man! Mm-hmm. Like just go and hit the ball." And he kind of found that, and especially that tiebreak he played against Diminor was like awesome and amazing. And he just like, yeah, it was there's, really great. Something so
0: to be said in the sport for playing stupid, if you can win playing stupid. Like or just not overthinking things, do it.
1: Well, and also if you have a so many of players, a skill I can set. think of who
0: did who did that well. I'm mean, like I'm thinking of like the best quote unquote ball bashers we've had in the sport. I would even throw like an Ana Ivanovich in there.
1: How dare you! Like
0: when, but when she got to be a more complete player, not help her results. Well, no, I,
1: I disagree with your take on there on on Ana. I think that she was far more complete than at the time. But anyways, okay. but setting her aside, but I would say I would put it differently, which is y'all have strengths play to your strengths. Yeah. Like, no one is asking. Right, exactly. Um, She became a more well-rounded player, but she didn't floor her forehand. She didn't floor, you know. She complicated her She complicated things. Whereas, like, you know, like, no one's going out there and telling Milos Raonic and John Isner, you know, go rally.
0: How oh, about some shit ends Yeah. No you know, like, yeah. no
1: one's saying that. Just don't. Like, the yeah. way that you play. And so I feel like with Sanga I think it, it kind of clicked somewhere in Brisbane. So that would be a really big um, second round match uh, there. Although... The final
0: 11 years ago here.
1: Yeah. Although, oh, exactly. That's so crazy. Uh, although Novak is, I mean, it feels like the way that everybody's talking about it from my ATP outsider perspective, mm-hmm. just hearing the whispers, as it were, like, that's, like, that's just my sense. Maybe that's not the case, but that's just, it he, feels like everybody's already he, writing him.
0: He took a loss in Doha, which I think maybe, maybe will at least tap the brakes on the Novak hype. At least be like, okay, let's see what we get here. I guess. Because we haven't seen, I mean, he was so good, and we have seen him in his not-that-distant past be amazing and unstoppable and hit a sudden cliff. Uh, Wimbledon query. Did he win London? Yeah, uh, no, he did not. He actually lost the last two finals of the year. He lost Paris, Bercy, to Kachanov, and he lost the London final to Zverev. Oh, I forgot that's fair one. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, okay. So, but so, but he had, you know, he's doing well, but not finishing in this way That's sort of, I mean, he's not, he hasn't won his last three tournaments. So <laughs> maybe he shouldn't go in as as, as prohibitive a favorite as he talked about. Yeah, but he's maybe. also the only plausible option of the top players. There was some weird odds. We'll get to him later, but there was some just weird odds making this tournament. Case in point, and we don't need to get too far into him. Andy Murray, in the odds I saw, had better odds winning this tournament before his announcement than Kevin Anderson did. Which is just stupid. That's real dumb. That's stupid. That's real dumb. Anyway. This is why betting is
1: terrible. You shouldn't bet. Continue.
0: Yes. Um, the uh, Cleezon also in the second round, possibly, is, is kind of a dangerous guy. I've never had a huge slam one that I can think of, but... Um,
1: uh, I see a name in there. His name is Taro Daniel. How
0: dare you? Well, he's the third-round opponent, I don't possibly. care. I'm just saying. You said the name. He plays Kokanakis <laughs> first. Um, so that's a... Taro Daniel, by the way, already had a great 2019 in theory. Because he got... <laughs> yeah. In two weeks in a row, he got... Uh, uh, lucky losers with a bye which is Ooh. amazing brisbane and sydney both times you got a bye spot with a lucky loser which is great luck so the, the gods are smiling down upon as they tarot. should because we love tarot daniel yeah um she probably off in there uh other seeds in the section medvedev uh to get to the quarters i think this will be fine i think song is the only is the main danger match in this first four rounds for novak um, I don't know if I've ever seen him play Medvedev, but I would imagine just thinking through that. that Medvedev
1: was- looked really good in Brisbane. I have to he's say, a really
0: good player. He's super he's very good. underrated. He's like he's gone way very underrated, under radar.
1: Way yeah. underrated, and like talk about a guy who finishes. Like yeah. he wins titles. Yeah. Like that's what he does. And um, but I was like really really impressed with having like finally sat down and kind of being forced to watch. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, this guy's real good.
0: An um, interesting, kind funkier game. And, it's yeah. funky,
1: and um, yeah, I mean, he tore Andy apart. Um, that's why I watched him um, in, the, <laughs> in the the second round in Brisbane. But I mean, even against K, came back and took that second set, and then kind of got blown out in the third. But ah, yeah, I was very impressed by 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 Medvedev. He's 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 a player.
0: Yeah, in that other part of this quarter, K, you mentioned is, is the number, next big seed in here, at number eight. Um, K's road to the uh, to the quarter, I think, is actually really good. Um, I think he should make this quarterfinal. opens against uh, Camille Maitrzak, the qualifier, and then could get Huber Kerkaz, so a very Polish start to his tournament. And then Kohlschreiber. So there's a lot of consonants for K early on, who is, I guess, his name is a consonant K. But um, I think that he uh, will Ben's be fine. And so proud of himself. And uh, I know, it was, I'm just so smug with my little <laughs> K joke that I'm just happy to get in there. Um, and Fanini is his next time. I, I think this is a really good look for, for K to make quarters.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, again, very impressive. Finally, won Brisbane, um, yeah. first title since what? Delray Beach when he had come back or something uh, like maybe that. Memphis, maybe. Memphis, something like that.
0: But since twenty fourteen or fifteen, it was a long yeah, drought. Oh, I don't know what year. I'm not going to sign a year. Yeah, but it was it was a drought. We lost nine straight finals. That was a step ooh, too. Ooh. yeah.
1: Okay, so you know, very good. Um, and sometimes I wonder a little bit with Kay whether or not. You know the Naomi Osaka effect actually might kind of help him a little bit because he doesn't come in here as the sole focus for the the Japanese press, um, and I mean yeah Na- she's him yeah Naomi's press conference was just as full if, if you know as Kay's and so you know it sometimes that can help yeah. you know and kind of just create a little bit more space for you to kind of operate not below the radar they'll never be below the radar either of them but at least to share the spotlight instead of like just have it like beating down on you. Yeah. But he was, he was really good in Brisbane. So, yeah, I mean, that would be definitely a quarterfinal to look for is, is Djokovic, Nishikori. Um, who knows with Fabio? Fabio, Fabio. But, meh.
0: Yeah, Fabio had some good hardcore results last year, oh, yeah, actually. Yeah. So, I mean, he's...
1: In on any given day.
0: That'd be a fun match. Fini and Nishikori, fun hmm. fourth round. I'd, any I'd,
1: given day. I'd watch that.
0: Yeah. Uh, next quarter of the draw is led by Sasha Zverev at number four. I think he is a huge draw winner in this tournament. Minus, again, he's a tough French guy second round if if Sasha Sasha actually was pretty good in press today? I was in his press and he talked he said the key to his London win was like going in there like with no expectations, just feeling tired and just like not putting any pressure on himself. And he said he thought he'd be able to do that here too. And he's, he's like and he's example? like and, and, and he was like and he was very humble or not humble, I wouldn't say that about him, but he was um he was said like what are your expectations here? He was like, I've never made it past the third round here, so I'm not expecting a lot. Um, which I thought was a sort of healthy. That's new. That is a, it. was new. <laughs> it was different. If you could see
1: different. my face, I kind of like pulled it like. <laughs> that's,
0: that's not a new, the normal Zverev tone. tone for sure. But but that was, that is factual. So I don't mind him telling himself that. And his draw, uh, except for Shardy, who I think can kind of tree. And Shardy's the kind of player who Zverev could fall to at a slam. And having seen Zverev lose a lot of slam matches, in A first. Round, I don't think he have problems with. It, but Shardy maybe. Um, he played well in Brisbane. Yeah, Simon's not the kind of player who usually I feel like he usually. Anyway, Chung who beat him. But Chung hasn't been good at all lately. Um, Chung lost to Ruben Statham, the New Zealand yes. wild card in Auckland. So worried for Chung. Although Chung is a workable first running. I as mean, Khan, he's an
1: Australian Open semi finalist from last year, and he comes and he comes in seeded number twenty four. So Young Chung didn't exactly follow up or, or do much, which was a bummer because it was so he was so exciting here and I know like so many like Koreans were like going absolutely nuts yeah. over him and I've anecdotally heard like you know his run and you know playing Roger and beating Novak was like a massive news in Korea in January yeah. of last year and so I definitely hope that he sorts it out because yeah. I'm a big fan of players who wear glasses
0: That's as simple as that I'm simple
1: I, I'm, I'm not complicated
0: <laughs> Dennis Istman stand over here. There's um there's uh, Uzbekistan. Um <laughs> I uh the fourth round actually for Zverev, as I remember this draw. He will play one he could play one of Ronich Kirio's Gulbus Vavrinka, which is all a little cluster first second I round. I did runches, just see
1: that and I was like Ooh! Which
0: is which is pretty loaded, um, all household names in any good tennis household. But Chung could go out to Sam Quarry.
1: How's Sam Quarry these days?
0: Uh haven't seen much. You guys should go to Herbert's been probably better than Quarry actually lately. Okay. Her has been solid. Um, so long as
1: Query doesn't get coached and and beat Air Bear in that opening round, yeah, yeah.
0: So um, by the umpire, yeah. <laughs> he's, Never he's, forget, he's due some umpire coaching, isn't he? Curios <laughs> um, is in there too. We have a Curios Air Bear rematch, which everyone is not asking for. Curios opens against Ronich. Curios, I feel like has been <laughs> sort of like my. I haven't actually been. I haven't talked to him. I haven't been in his press conferences. But it seems like he's just sort of more like. <laughs> it is not one of those like yeah I'm really into it and working hard lately. Versions of Nick, it's whatever the opposite of that is. And he's chill. He's chill to to asleep, and I think that. Well, but I yeah. don't expect much from him
1: here. Well, I'm not, and I think that that's the biggest thing to for Nick is that I don't think he expects that much of himself as well yet. That spider bite in the off season on his yeah. foot, I mean, and it impacted his training. He didn't look super great in Brisbane.
0: He struggled against Ryan Harrison, who he makes, who takes such pleasure in dominating. He needed. Fight to win that He match. did. He yeah. did.
1: Um, still did with that spider bite. Um, but he still uh, did beat him. Yeah. He still did beat him. But um, but yeah. So you know, which is a bummer. I always like watching Nick play here, and I get excited when he plays. But it just seems like he's a little, he's a little unplugged yeah. at the moment. Um, and no, crit- I mean honestly, from my perspective, like no criticism. Like if that's, you know, sometimes I wish a lot of players would be a little bit more realistic about their expectations when they come in and they're undercooked, you know, and they're not talking a big game like be open about it that's fine like you know and also like a guy who's probably like going through the emotions like all of us are seeing his mentor announce it no i'm serious like nick's an emotional guy like Mm -hmm. i think that he kind of i don't know i think he's just kind of like rolling with like rolling with it and and seeing what's up and knowing that he hasn't put the work in probably whether voluntarily or not voluntarily but hasn't been able to put the work in that he needs to in order to, to make a deep run here yeah
0: also in this the other part of this quarter the draw is led by Dominic Team and Borna Chorich I make Chorich a favorite over team to make it to the quarters here which I think would be his first slam quarter 99% sure yeah he's definitely his first slam quarter and he's beaten Zverev before so I mean that's a sort of if Zverev does get to a quarter for the second time in his life um, he might have to work for it there but overall I thought Sasha was a pretty big draw winner and um, that fourth round could be tricky if if Stan, if Stan looks really good. I was going to say, Stan, Stan, is, Stan is the Stan one is that is the I danger. would circle. Stan would be a very cool fourth round, yeah. actually. Um, I'd be down. And, like, veteran who knows how to, who's, like, a slam specialist versus slam Especially un- specialist Especially here. Especially here. In that round. Yeah. So <laughs> Stan's, like, uh, yeah, his, his 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 slam abilities are, and just mind. Who
1: did he lose to in, in India?
0: Stan? I
1: don't know. He definitely played. Oh,
0: well. Um, I can look that up. It's
1: okay. Not that curious. Oh, there you go. Uh, bottom no.
0: half. <laughs> uh, the next up is the Federer quarter. Federer is in here, uh, opens against Stanis Istomin, who Courtney stands, uh, Uzbek style. And then, uh, not the worst draw for him, gets feast first. Uh, and then Tsitsipas, as his possible fourth round, or a Tsitsipas, we played a really pretty high quality match with at uh, Hopman Cup. Federer matches at Hotman Cup are worthwhile in terms of, I think, reading into it because everyone plays Federer well. Like, people aren't—especially Sitsipas, it was his first time ever playing against Federer. He hadn't played him on tour before, so they were—it was a pretty full board match, and I think Federer won at 7-6, 7-6. It was pretty good. Um, Sitsipas lost early-ish in Sydney to Seppi, but otherwise— um, Talk about a great
1: draw for Sitsipas. I mean, up through the fourth round.
0: I think he's so. He's got
1: three qualifiers in his little small section, each of which, like, if they were to pull off upsets, he would just basically play qualifiers until the fourth round. Um, with Basilevich, yeah. I know. I'm just saying, with Basilevich being the, high, the, the 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 first seed that he could face, yeah, that's not bad.
0: Yeah. Basilevich had a good fall, but I, I think that he won Beijing. But um, I think that, uh... <laughs> Courtney, who was in Beijing, has no memory of it. <laughs> <laughs> no <memory> okay. <of> <laughs> uh, anyway, Federer. I, I, I like Federer to get through here. Federer looked really good in Hotman. Um, and he did he that's did. the
1: thing like I kind of feel like I thought I was really impressed by Roger at Hotman Cup um, and so I kind of am a little and again maybe this is conversation is happening I'm just not a part of it but I'm just a little bit surprised that like people aren't talking about Raj defending champion more and number three seed than
0: I'll tell you the New York Times front page of the New York Times sports section has a nice story about Roger Federer coming back to Melbourne by yours truly which I don't think anyone's read yet but that's fine I mean, if you opened your newspaper, you had to read it in that section. But I actually forgot to tweet it. Maybe I should tweet it. Maybe that would make people talk about Roger more.
1: I don't know. Just but I'm just saying, like, know. in terms of, like, I don't know. I, I just feel like everybody's kind of talking Novak. And I, I just feel like for the defending champion, and just outside of that, just being Roger Federer yeah. coming to the Australian Open, that the chatter around him has been less than I would expect. And maybe the Andy Murray news kind of like Definitely. took all the oxygen. And, and out Roger hasn't done
0: pressure here yet. So oh, I mean, okay. like, yeah, maybe that. Neither has Novak. But I think that. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Rodgers, I mean, it looks
1: like a pretty nice draw for him. Roger
0: in the quarters could get a rematch of last year's final against Marin Cilic, uh, or possibly Karen Khachanov, who is number ten seed here after winning Paris-Bercy. Um, Khachanov is in that. Uh, Batista Gute is his third round. Batista Gute won Doha and opens against Murray. It's a horrible draw for Murray in terms of. their I just it's can't. Give right. I can't give him any shot in that match. It's. it's I mean. It's almost like one that I think at least would be reasonable expectations for. Because if you got, like, Duckworth or something, and then lost to Duckworth, that'd be sad.
1: But well, I don't know if, like, I don't know if I want Andy Murray's last match to be against Roberto Bautista Agut on Hisense Arena. Although, you know what? That's such an Andy Murray way to go. <laughs> now that I think about it. it. <laughs> you know what? I'm like, that's on brand. That's on brand, you guys. <laughs> better than being against
0: Verdasco. <laughs> it was one line away from him in the draw. Um, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, so that's Chilich, Tomek. Tomek actually has looked pretty good. Tomek won title last year. Um, he's playing better and could be an interesting, very, I think Chilich is professional enough got to beat Tomek, yes. but that could be, that could be a good match. And that's yeah. the match that got Mario Cotterino ahead of Andy Murray and
1: I mean, Chilich, Rublev, second
0: round, yeah. that's not easy. No, I think Chil- Chilich, that's Chilich,
1: a tricky, that's a tricky draw Ch- for Chilich. Chilich
0: is a, a draw loser. Definitely yeah, because he loser.
1: could play Tomek first round, second round potentially Rublev, third round potentially Verdasco, fourth round Hachanov.
0: Or Batista. And, and then, then quarters and then fed. fed. That's not good.
1: That's pretty brutal. That's a,
0: He's a draw loser for sure. Yeah, um, And with the final points to defend too. So he, I don't know if he'd be out of the top 10, but it would definitely hurt his ranking. Um, yes, yeah, so Federer. I like Federer to make things here. I mean, he's taken some weird Ls in the past in... Melbourne, he lost to Seppi that one year. He I mean, you know, Istaman has
1: some Melbourne magic.
0: He does. He does. Oh, you said it very Australian. Like I know. Melbourne, Melbourne. Melbourne. Because apparently
1: people yell at us for saying Melbourne. We it's did, like, a, we guys, did get yelled at. y'all don't, like, pronounce American cities correctly either. Like, I don't know. Like, just let it go. Because you have accents. Just like we have accents. I, I cannot. I'm saying Melbourne for now on out of court. <laughs>
0: protest. Uh, Kevin Anderson is in this last quarter of the draw with Rafael Nadal. I like Kevin's draw a lot. I think Kevin's in really good shape here. To make the semis, I like him more than Nadal in this section, um, just because Nadal just hasn't played well on hard lately, and Anderson's just been turned into such a bankable guy. Yeah, I know. I realize he lost first round here last year to to Kyle Edmund, but um, yeah. Um, Anderson opens against Manarino, then gets Tiafo or Gundersson, and then Johnson, and then Dimitrov or Isner. I just think it's good. I think it's a nice way to the quarters. Isner, obviously, he played a long match against. Um, here, But Isner has not been good in Australia, typically, in his career and lost first round in Auckland to uh, our first match in Auckland. He probably got a bye to Taylor Fritz. So I think that, um, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, this is looking, you're right. Where, this is looking good for, for Kando. Um, yeah. And, and just in general, this Rafa Kando quarter. I mean, I'm going to keep an eye on that number 27 seed, Alex Minor.
0: Yeah. Third round for Rafa. But
1: yeah. For, it would be the first seed that Rafa would face. Um, that would
0: be fun. Another draw loser for sure. Another semi-finalist last year, Kyle Edmund. the yeah. 13 seed. Uh, and then at all eighth, but he is first against Burditch, which is bad. Burditch mm-hmm. looked decent. And Burditch and Songa both being floaters. Mm-hmm. And Ferrer's not here, but, like, it's sort of that, like, those sort of also-rans of that generation now getting their sort of, like, nostalgic moments. This tournament sure. could be a, could a little bit of a story if anyone wants to write that story. Um, not me. Um... I was looking for. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sangrid's in the third quarter because he just mm. won Auckland. Though. He's the other person with big points to defend here. Yes. Um, he plays against Nishioka first. Oh, that's too fast, people. Um, sure. Yeah. Um, Nadal. Yeah. I, Nadal, I just, there's no data on Nadal in terms of. He, like, he I think Played entered. He entered, yeah, one match in Abu Dhabi oh, and Abu pulled out of Brisbane yet again. And just is not like. I said this to people, like, I feel bad on some level for Nadal fans who were trying to... I would just recommend Nadal fans, don't try to go see him in a hardcore tournament. If you want to see Rafa, yeah. go play. Because his attendance record has been horrible. Which, yeah. I mean, I'm not blaming him for this. That's a lot. He could enter less if he's going to play this little. But, you know, like, he's, he completed one of his last 12, I think, or even more than that, hardcore mm-hmm. tournaments that he's entered. And so just, yeah, I think it's a bigger number than that 12, actually. So just, like, I don't know. I, I hope he finishes this tournament with either winning the trophy or losing a match point mm-hmm. to get another completed tournament. Honestly, like, I just don't want him retiring or withdrawing from this tournament. Uh, gets a, he has a really comfortable opening, I think. Or pretty... Duckworth is... I keep picking on Duckworth, but Duckworth's a comfortable opening. And then Ebden is playing well, but not that much. And then Deminer. Um, I think he beat Deminer at Wimbledon. I think he's played Deminer. It uh, sounds familiar yeah, to me. Yeah, so I think I think that's the thing that has happened. Uh, yeah, so... That's men's draw. Yeah, that's, that's draw. big uh, Big picture thoughts on it? Anything? I mean,
1: I mean, for me, looking at it, there's just kind of this sense of I need some data points.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but... No surprise favorites. I mean, you know, Novak, Roger. Um, yeah, Kando's draw. I think it, it I think looks it's pretty, pretty good for him. It's, yeah, it's a balanced draw. draw. It's a balanced draw. I mean, Khashanov, I, I would be... Interested to see who comes out of that like uh, Chilich or Khashanov like section. I think that'll be interesting. Yeah. But um. But yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't. Who's the Who's the Who's the most unlikely likely champion for you?
0: Anderson. If you look at it,
1: Anderson. Okay. Anderson
0: has made two Grand Slam finals in the last while. But that's the thing. Is that really un... Well, I guess he's in the men's game. It, yeah, yeah, had yeah, had it's not four. A first time champion since twenty fourteen in the men's slams, which is nuts. Yeah. Uh, compared to, I don't know how many first-time women's champs we had since then. A so lot. you
1: don't think Zverev?
0: I think Anderson gets a better shot than Zverev, just because Zverev still has stuff to prove. at best of five, and Anderson as as never. He did roll his
1: ankle in practice.
0: Yeah, he said it, he he said today it wasn't a huge deal. It's gonna. It
1: didn't it even look there. like he rolled it. It looked like he jammed it. Yeah, like, he said he didn't go over. On yeah, it. It didn't he didn't go said, over. So he just so said it wasn't just that bad.
0: Okay. Um. So yeah, I think Anderson has as now, and he said this actually, um, on stage with Nick McCarville last night at, when he was there. Which big shout out to Kevin Anderson for coming to the lgb tennis event it was very cool having a top ATP player like that there, and speaking very uh, articulately and and um, this issue of, of gay representation in, on the tour and shout out also to Tennis Australia for sponsoring the event and for Craig Tiley for making time in his very busy schedule to spend a couple hours there that was uh, very and matching, the, Ma- matching the, and matching the Tennis and matching the the donation.
1: the donation which is great and also
0: shout out to Frank Sedgman who won this tournament back like in the early fifties. He's 91 years old now. Go
1: on, son.
0: Um, who uh, who showed up there. His granddaughter actually is like as an organization that works mm-hmm. with gay sports stuff. And so um, she, he, it was very cool to see him there and Jason Collins and everything. We'll put some audio, I think, in a later episode from sort of highlights of that event. Including cool. Kevin, including Renee Stubbs, including Jason Collins and Nick. So Nick did another great job and it was very cool to see. And a whole new crowd, too. And Nick said at some point, like, the only two people who were at both events or me and him. I was going to say you and Nick. Yeah. like So it was a whole different crowd. Yep. Even even among tennis people, it was a different crowd. It showed up this mm-hmm. time. Oh, sure. so Of course. That was all pretty cool. Um, that's the men. Uh, yeah, I think that we're setting up for an, a sort of typical men's slam, where most of the favorites should be clear to the... And I'm throwing Anderson into this sort of longer list as a top five player, top five mm-hmm. seed anyway now. Um, I think it could hopefully... I mean, last year it fell apart here in terms of the, the semis were kind of random and didn't turn out to be good matches. But... I think it could be Djokovic and Federer and Anderson or Nadal and Zverev or Vavrenka here in the late stages. And that would be that would be fun. It'd be a kind of typical sure, yeah. women roll the first week, men roll the second week kind of kind of slam. So, on to the ladies, as we mentioned. Courtney, what are your thoughts on this draw? Which I'm sure you spent more time with than I have already.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting draw because it, it it's... Um, I've had a lot of conflicting thought, Not conflicting, just a lot of thoughts mm-hmm. about in the last uh, few days about kind of the state of the women's game and where the WTA is as we, as we start the 2019 season. Um, and, uh, and it's funny because normally when I lead up into a slam, particularly at the Australian open, um, it's a remarkably busy time for me because I feel the need to make sure that, you know, all the Q&As are done with the players that I think might do well, make, might make the second week, younger players that maybe reporters and broadcasters are not familiar with, all these sorts of things where you're trying to set the table and trying to help people. Yes. And I feel like this year is the first year that I've felt is, 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 since I've been working for the WTA where I didn't feel that pressure because the 20 to 30 players that we're all looking at Aren't surprising it like everyone's aware of them.
0: Like everyone, like people, I think Patrick McEnroe um, picked Sabalenko to win the tournament, right? Which just sort of shows like that the and no the, one's the, like you're
1: crazy. It's like the yeah, commentariat
0: sort of gets it, and they've sort of adjusted to. And I think they've had. I mean, it's been there's no other choice but to you know if you you know have your head have your head completely in the sand or realize this is like you said the twenty to thirty players we're talking about. It is like almost everybody with a boldface name in here. Has, has a well, I could rule out a few, but not sure. many. Yeah. Like, who I could be like, this person can't win. I'm looking at this at the top 16 seeds here. Um, honestly, I could not, if any one of the 16 looking, 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 uh, Sebastopol would surprise me a little, but not really. Yeah, they could all win this tournament. Why not? And I then mean, it, so, it, let's go it, further it, it, Keys, yeah. Muguruza, Garcia, Garcia, probably not. So I get to 18, and I think they could all win the tournament. That's like. That's nuts.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I talked to Raymond Slater, uh, Kiki Bertens' coach, about this in Brisbane. And I just said, you know, what have you been seeing from your position on the sidelines about where the WTA Tour is and things like that? And he's like, look, like right now, there's 20 to 30 players that in, you know, we were talking Brisbane, who in two weeks, you could say, could win the Australian Open. Now, there is a group that has set itself apart. You know, you're talking about the top 10, top 15, top 16, 18 players that are separate. But you also have, 99 players who can beat any of those players on any given day yeah. and that's the reality of the tour and he you know made a great kind of just um he's like I I love it like it's awesome and he was it was great but um but yeah so this was kind of like yeah like when I go down and even you' looking at the top 16 seeds like I I mean people well, he, know who these players are I mean maybe yeah. a Sevastova only because people don't tune in and she doesn't do a lot of press and things like that maybe that she's le- less she, familiar she, but she's, a US open semi. yeah you know and and, and yeah. made the final in in, in the china open had an incredible season last year yeah. actually um you know you're look, looking at a mertens who was a semifinalist here last year you're talking about a kasatkin as a player we've been talking about for about four years now i mean mm-hmm. those are the most anonymous players in the top amongst the top 16 seats maybe much, a yeah. kiki burton's only because you know she came in Late, you yeah, know, but like. Not are paying any attention. But if you know, then you know. And, you know. Yeah, so, so it it's yeah. been a little bit of kind of twiddling of the thumbs. Are you fe- are you
0: feeling obsolete?
1: I, fe- I I'm feeling a little mission accomplished, okay, honestly, and yeah, you know, obviously this isn't not just me, but like the players. I was talking to a few other reporters about this as well, about how, um, you know, players uh, reporters have been saying like, you know, the WT is really really set up. And it's kind of broken out, you know, perfectly in terms of the, the older players that are the iconic players, the Serenas, Venuses, Maria's, you know, we know that they're on the tail end, but kind of organically, the second two or three generations behind them have filled the void and um, and have stepped up and, and um, yeah, so I don't this know. This is
0: what ATP's been looking for. I mean, bluntly, I mean, they've pushed the next gen and it's been a very successful campaign for them the way they pushed it, but... Next like gen are not doing things at slams, and the women organically, like you said, Osaka wins the slam, and there's a the baton pass. Asapenko was a little more one off and didn't have a build up to the breakdown, mm-hmm. um, but uh, you know would be uh, yeah, but it still makes sense that there's things organically happening in terms of young players being relevant in a way that's a, a cool mix. Yeah, and, so yeah,
1: yeah. We we use the peloton uh, yeah. example quite a lot. That that yeah, there has been this breakaway pack. Um, and i just i don't know
0: i just feel like for the spacing there's no breakaway player at this no, point. no there's no and there's breakaway none. player and then there and won't the, be for a while yeah. i don't think and the only one i mean the one player who's talked about sort of being in her own league is serena and yes. serena uh, did make the final of the last two grand slams didn't win either but did make the final of the last two is the ozmaker's favorite she's i did say i i we'll talk about this you one. you watched we'll
1: you, you, you saw her playing hot cup which I thought was, more was than i did she was
0: pretty good but she did not have the hardest draw like, she did not play, I don't think, a She's in the 40, weaker group. In the much the weaker, weaker group. group like the way the yeah. group shook out, like, her group was tougher for men, and the other group was tougher for women. And so she was in the easier women's Poor group. Francis. So she played, um, oh yeah, Francis did not have a good time. Or on court. I'm sure he had wise. a great time. <laughs> he probably, I hope he had a good time. But in terms of just, like, uh, winning matches, she did not do that. Um, so he, uh, she played against Sakari, against Katie Bolter, and against Benchich. And lost the center to Benchich. Looked good against Sakari. Sakari was her first match, and she came out of the gates really strong in that match. Um, yeah, so uh, let's just get to the draw. Uh, Simona Halep in here first. Simona, just like When I saw this show, I was like, oh, God. Simona opening against Kaya Kanepi, who beat her pretty soundly in the first round of the U.S. Open. Beyond soundly. Beyond 4-2 and two in just over an hour and change. 15 minutes, I think. Um, but just like that was her first match scheduled on that new Louis Armstrong Stadium. And before you knew it, like, I, because I usually get to sight like, about, like, around 11 30 most days um and like as I would like walk my desk I was like oh Simona's about to lose yep and it's like I just got here it was real uh, fast it was real fast so Simona uh, obviously has going too she'll be prepared for it but Simona, I think Simona people have is, has gone kind of under the radar again because she's not this breakaway emphatic number one or the way that all people can be. I will
1: I will say this about that. Yes, I agree that the perception is that she's not a, a, an emphatic number one. She also did clinch number one like super early. La- like the point so differential the, between her and everybody else is, not the
0: right. I mean, I think she's the only choice for number one. If I looked at the rankings, who I could I could not say anyone else is it more than her. sure, sure, sure. I would fully say that. But However, right, there isn't. She isn't she, a dominant force. and she and she was and she was a wall at the end of the season mm-hmm. with or with leave not completely a wall, but you know she wasn't playing and she hasn't won a match since, since Cincinnati, Cincinnati. and that's a long time. X-ray. And so and right, so I just think that sort of the story of a number one having not won a match since August has not, that's not no, something not people great. are saying, yeah, yeah, but it's not, it's just not something people have the tip of their tongue. So they might, if it was, you know, when like I remember when Murray and Kerber were side by side struggling at number one, Oh yeah. like they, there was a lot of like, the number ones are, are, you know, emperor is no clothes kind of thing. Being talked yeah. About it's a little bit and,
1: different though. I think with Halep as well, because of the way that her season did end and just the way her 2018 season played out that like, I mean, she, she did have a back injury yeah. and it was a legitimate one. And, you know, and she come, but she comes into this tournament with a lot of question marks in a lot of ways, you know, kind of what I was mentioning before with Nick um, is a similar vibe that I get from Simona is hmm. just there, there is this sense. Nicarios, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Nicurios, of just this sense of, you know, she, she might take, be taking her foot off the gas pedal until the clay. She needs to sort out her team. She needs to kind of get her head back into the game get and body get her body back in shape. And, and you know, the back injury, the herniated disc that ended her season, you know, she she basically led to an extended offseason, not preseason, but off season. And so she said today, she's like, look, I'm the motivation is there, but I'm behind. I don't have Matt. The difference between this year and last year is that last year I had like 10 matches before I got here. I don't. I got one match and I lost it. Yeah. You know, she hasn't been on the, the practice court as much as probably. She, but, you know, that being said, I thought she played personally. I, I was expecting way less of her in that match against Barty in Sydney. And I thought that she played better. She was still tentative. Um, it was almost kind of Simona 1.0, like back like 2014-15 Simona of like she was making a lot of balls. She was moving well. The aggressive stance, the desire to hit the ball, she wasn't really mm. having that. So, you know, it's so it's a dangerous draw. And it, it she is big draw loser, huge draw loser. First round, Kenepi. Second round, potentially Kennan, who just won her first title in Hobart. Third round, uh, Venus Williams. Fourth round, Serena Williams. Quarterfinals, uh, Pliskova, who just won uh, 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 yeah. the, the Brisbane. That's brutal. It's so hard. I, I have very very. All respect to Simona, we all know, but like.
0: Who do you think? Who do you think um, is the best chance taking her out? Who do you most see? Her? Simo, yeah. um, Kanepi. You think that's the most like? La- I mean, that's she's the first one to get her, so she has to pass the Kanepi test to lose to anybody else. Um, I, I mean, who Kine- knows? I, I think haven't Kineppy seen Kanepi. Like, yeah. I
1: was, I was almost gonna tweet this the other day. I was like, has anybody actually seen Kai Kanepi on site? <laughs> like, yeah. are we sure she's here? Like, you know, because I haven't seen her. Um... I'd say Kennan. I think Kennan's up for it. I mean, people don't realize Kennan had an absurdly awesome Fed Cup.
0: Yeah, she was so good in the final. She finals. was so
1: good in the final. Very easily could have, like, single-handedly won that that tie for the U.S. And she had, she had you know, opportunity to go 2-0 in singles. Then comes in, you know, gets this nice win in, in Hobart. Um, looked really good in it.
0: Hobart, um, so, so I think the most under, you know, uh, reported, not that it's that important, but the most sort of, like, huh, so 2018, an American woman only won one title. Yeah. It was Sloan in Miami, and that was it. Uh, considering that, like uh, there were like three American women in Grand Slam finals, and there well, was and Keys made two more semifinals. Like it wasn't a bad and year. Also, top line, but the U.S. No has
1: the most players in the top 100. Right. So just from a pure numbers, only perspective, one title was would, yeah, that's, that's weird. One and weird. so, but they made a lot of
0: finals. Yeah, they made a lot of finals. So Kennan wins a title, which equals the American Hall of All 2018 uh, with one. Um. Yeah. yeah so, this so whole she, quarter. Yes. Yeah, so I think. I think it's a nightmare. And then Venus looked good in Auckland. I mean, yeah. from what I saw, uh, lost to eventual finalist Andreescu Bianca Andreescu. We'll get to the draw later. Had a had a great run. Um. Yeah. So I, I think it's bad news for Simo for sure. And then Serena, uh, if she gets played, Serena, that will mean she already will have had a good tournament. Yes. Maybe she starts feeling confident by that point. I don't know. But Serena. And not a draw winner either because of having to play Simona or Venus, like, possibly early on. And
1: Bouchard's second round. That's not good. I'm Bouchard not, looked great. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that, that you know, Bouchard is going to, you know, return to the top 10 or that we might necessarily see her in Shenzhen at the end of the year. But I am big on Bouchard this year. I think that... Buy Bouchard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bouchard's a total buy. Like, I, I think that, you know, she'll be back in the top 40 minimum. I think that, you know, she... And I think the most dangerous time to ever face Eugenie Bouchard, or the most dangerous match ever, not ever, but like that when Bouchard's involved, is an early round match against an iconic player on a big court. That's what she'll get if she can. Bouchard opens against Peng Shuai. If Bouchard wins that um, and earns a shot to play potentially Serena in the second round on Labor Night session match, Jeannie will get up for that. Um, Serena will get up for it too. Yeah, Finish. Serena will also get up for it, but but. You know, it's sometimes it's not necessarily about because Serena is like so absurdly good. I'm not really concerned about Serena having to, to get pumped for a match. I'm more concerned about the player across the net and whether or not, no. you know, they can step on the court with the belief and the intensity to, to do it. And that would be a huge statement. And also she's got Mike Joyce in the corner now.
0: And they, and they seem to be, the results, returns are very positive. Again, she, I watched a lot of her match in Auckland uh, that she lost to Julia Gerges. And it was Had the match best voice. match I've seen so yeah. far this year. In terms of quality, like it was just really, really good. They both looked really, really good. She was playing really clean, was not was, was picking her spots really well, just being smart in a way I hadn't seen her be on court in a long time. So that was all I really good. it' with
1: Ben on the quality, but yes,
0: um, you don't think it was that
1: good. <laughs> Match it was, was windy. It was a swirl. But
0: considering that, Match. I thought it was Yulia good.
1: Julia could not serve. The ball was doing crazy weird things. Okay. It was it
0: was a scrap, but um, I liked it. Yeah. Um, Bouchard actually, I would... best match
1: has been Barty Burton's
0: Sydney. That was good. That's the um, best match. The, the Pong so Pong actually did win this Asian wild card like with ease, and mm-hmm. so she's on her way back after her odd Tiu ban that whole Fanui uh, Fang double Saint Wimbledon. Um, so she's back, and so it's not one to totally count right. on beating Bouchard 100%. first. But so that's a Bouchard huge draw loser, but might be have fun with it anyway. Um,
1: if Pong beats Bouchard, I think this is actually a really, really, really nice draw for Serena. Hmm. Um, but into the quarters at least, depending on who, who makes it out of the, uh, the other, uh, the other section. But, um, yeah, I don't know. There's something about that Bouchard-Serena second round and people can tweet this and call me out on it when Serena double bagels her. That's fine. But that is my sense. I just, I just, I do think that it's going to be a good season for, for Jeannie. Yeah.
0: Next up is, oh, in the rest of the quarter there is Pliskova, Pliskova- uh, opens against the qualifier Brangle So good start, good first week for Priskova and then gets. Uh, jo- no, she gets Mukova. Oh, Mukova uh Mukova, uh, sorry, Mukova. Oh, received. and then
1: Brangle, You meant? Yeah, oh, I say qualifier. I say sorry. So yes. qual the
0: qualifier is Mukova, yes, the filled-in draw. Who's fun to watch? Mukova's a lot of fun. That should be a really. I hope that gets. I hope people watch that match. Yeah. Because especially is the kind of player who will play like a kind of straightforward tennis, and Mukova will be doing the wildest stuff. So she's just a fun shot maker. Uh, not kind of a typical. Her- I don't know. Not- I can't think of a check quite like her, but she's like. She's the biggest hot dogger on the WTA that I can think of. And her just going for, like, flashy stuff from what I've seen her.
1: Aggressive. Don't know if I agree. That, that but, was okay. a
0: strong take. Um, Pliskova <laughs> is in the section here with Georgie, which I think is not bad. But then uh, the next little load is loaded for the seeds, Muguruza and Kasakina, or Kasakina, as uh, her fourth round. And so that's tough. Uh, but Carolina's looked good. I mean, you saw her in Brisbane. Um, can she be the one who emerged from this quarter? Like, can she... Yeah. If you get if you get Carolina and Serena, yeah.
1: I think. I mean, that's the thing is like I think, I think that Carolina is the favorite to emerge from this quarter for sure. Ooh. Um, that's a pick. Oh, you mean oh well, okay, emerge into the quarter. Sorry. Yeah. Where she could potentially play Serena or Halep or whoever Venus, um, but I liked what I saw from Carolina in Brisbane. It's kind of the typical thing of like she didn't play outstanding all the time. Sometimes she was really good. Sometimes she had to scrap. But when I see Carolina scrapping for wins it gives me a bit of confidence. I think the serve is better um, um, uh, with the work that she put in in the offseason with Conchita. Um, and yeah, no, I, I I liked what I saw from her there. Um, and the last time that she did win Brisbane, she looked really on her way to potentially making that final mm-hmm. that year. And then we so she got iced by uh, by Mariana Lucich broni in the quarterfinal when Lucic-Broni took that late medical timeout. Um, people never forget, remember, like, uh, although... Halop getting asked about the medical timeout from Wozniacki last year to th- today. I was like, yo, bro, like, I mean, <laughs> 12 months later, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, the, so Pliska was looking real. And she could have been the one to spoil that Serena 23. You don't know. Yeah. You know, I mean, that was the, the slam there. So um, she's obviously beaten Serena before at a slam. She's not a player who's scared of really anyone. Um, and she'll get up for it. So, so yeah, I would love to see that match. I really would. Yeah. I would love to see Pliskova against uh, Serena in that quarterfinal.
0: They played uh, quarters US, too, which is pretty good. Serena won that. That was a good match. It was a um, good match. I mean, she shows up for it. Yeah.
1: You know, Carolina, she's, you know, we stand Carolina. She's just, she's no nonsense, and she shows up, and she's like a jock and just like goes and plays. Like, she's yeah. not really, I think the only time I ever really see her blink is when she plays Kvitova,
0: That's to true. be
1: quite honest. And then she finally got that win uh, in Singapore. But, um, yeah.
0: Next quarter is Osaka's quarter. First time Osaka's had a quarter <laughs> at a Grand Sevens number four seed here. She's the other top-line player in here's uh, number six. Uh, again, another very, like, even sort of section here. But I think that Osaka is the one who's proven, like I started saying, I guess, a little bit about Stan. Like, she's always throughout her whole career been a very good slam player. Mm-hmm. She's never had yeah. di- she has never yeah. had a disappointing slam that I can think of. One time she lost the Van Oifank first round in the French. That so was like her only early loss ever. But French. But generally, yeah, it was. I don't think is not a bad clay player at all. And, and I like her draw here uh, more or less. That the <laughs> I would love to see her play Shea in the third round. It, that that's her first seed. face, see Shea. Uh, or Azarenka is in there too but Azarenka I haven't, I haven't the results from Azarenka haven't been there quite yet so I'm no, not I
1: was impressed by Vika's yeah. level I mean the first set she got blown out against Venus in Auckland but she did play a lot better I think that the tennis is getting there she's got Wim Fizette obviously now yeah. getting that team back together and when the last time they were together they basically steamrolled the WTA tour oh yeah tour. completely um, so so, yeah, I, I, I like that. Um, and, and Vika's going to be a dangerous one. And, again, a player nobody's really talking about, probably, because she took that loss to Venus and nobody was really paying attention. And because there are so many players. And there's so many players, also true. But also, you know, I mean, like, I think that, I don't know. And I, she I like be dangerous her level. Yeah. Yeah? Once you get to that point, yeah, for sure. Hmm. She does well against power. And she, and she does exactly what screws everybody up, which is she takes that ball early, hugs that baseline, takes time away. As a power player, you still need to have the time to set up. So
0: It'd be kind of cool in that match having... Uh, facette versus Sasha because they were the two parts yeah. of her team in 2016 during yeah. that, that run you just mentioned. Exactly. Um, uh, Sevastova is the possible fourth round for Osaka, not easy. Or that Wang Chong. Uh, Sevastova has been beaten her a couple times. Uh, Osaka got past her in in Brisbane, Brisbane, but it took
1: a but and that was a really big win for Naomi. It yeah. meant a lot to her. But but don't you know? Sevastova has become a pretty reliable hard. I mean, she goes yeah. deep in the hard court events. So
0: Sevastova has a possible tough second round against uh, Bianca Andreescu, a qualifier who uh, made the Auckland final. come out at the gates blazing in 2019. I definitely want to watch. Who plays sort of Whitney the...
1: Oswege, though, so yeah. who's also a young a young gun to watch. So mm-hmm. that's a, one of the the opening matches that I would like really just, out of curiosity, tune into to be like, where are y'all at?
0: Yeah. You know, yeah. like in your progress. Andrescu's got a lot more reps in terms of matches this For year. For sure. So
1: but she's also kind of... I mean, she got two lucky breaks in qualifying with two retirements. Katie Swan, which she played in the first round locked up with her back um, and then uh, Teresa Smikova yeah. in the final round retired back her issues, set. Yeah. yeah and she's also Andrescu who came through qualifying for that played eight matches that day that week in um, in Auckland I think physically she's also kind of racing the clock yeah. um, so what
0: do we know about Keys Keys is in this bottom part of this section nobody's seen her
1: play yet. yeah I
0: mean she's been co- new coach Jim Magical um, opening against Destiny Ayaba Keys I think people forget made two slam semifinals yes. last year uh, and and is a good slam player yeah another good slam player like, she's there so she is in the section with Mertens this is the higher seat actually um should have then... three slam semifinals if not for that Wimbledon disaster yeah that we don't talk about anymore oh, like. I don't have a semifinal she would have played Serena next it was in the mix anyway but I wouldn't write her into in the, semis, the mix. no but, I wouldn't write but yeah. um and so she's in here with uh Svetlina. um and, and in can throw in here, too. And
1: just, it's a good draw for Svitolina, it has yeah. to be said. I mean, up until she could have to play Osaka. Mertens would be revenge quarters. for last year. Mertens, Mertens would be good. Yeah. Only yep. in that
0: quarterfinal last year.
1: Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting there. But but again, Svitolina comes in despite being the Singapore champion, under the radar here, um, obviously playing well. And, I mean, yeah, she got blasted by Sasnovich in, in Brisbane, but... Sasnovich was just so on. That was probably one of the best performance. Well, Kvitova's performance last night against Sasnovich was really good, but Sasnovich's performance against Svitolina in Brisbane was a jaw dropper. Um. So yeah. we'll So we'll
0: see. Bottom half of the draw. Um. The next section is the Kowalski quarter. Kowalski, uh, defending champion here for the first time in a Slam. Uh. Not a draw winner. I would say. Was. Yeah, I wouldn't mm-hmm. think so. I mean, well, Sharapova's not the worst seed to play, and yeah, I haven't seen much of Sharapova. Or she lost to Sabalenka pretty handily, I guess, or retired from the retired, match in Shenzhen, yeah. in Shenzhen. And was
1: getting beat by 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 um, Wang Xinyu yeah. when Wang Xinyu retired yeah. um, due to injuries. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's hard to know with Maria whether she's gotten the reps there. It's, it's not a terrible court I'm just saying Barty.
0: Barty's the problem for me. is Barty, a big Barty one. Barty is fifteen seed would be a fourth round for Waz, and Barty's looked really good at Hopman and yeah. in Sydney, where she's currently playing the final as we record. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, So then, and then Sabalenka or Kvitova in the quarterfinal to get, jump ahead there. Like, I think this is just – yeah, Wozniacki did not get a friendly draw.
1: No, First couple I mean, rounds are
0: com- – I mean, Fano, I think and Larson or Lapko I think is fine, but then yeah. after that,
1: no. Well, and there's – I mean, obviously there's questions too for Caroline, um, you know, diagno- like, diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis, told the reporters this in the fall. Um, looked okay in Auckland, but then she bowed out to Andrescu yeah. um, in straight sets. Um, so, which was a, a bit of a surprise there that she couldn't solve. Although, I mean, it has to be said, Andrescu played so well in Auckland. She'd like, be
0: the murderer's row player. I mean, like, yeah. she, to make her first final, she'd beat Wozniacki, Venus, and Sue she, which are three really good players and three very different players. And so, like, and I was And had Gerges impressed. on the ropes. Yeah. With was, two points from the win. So, uh, yeah.
1: So, yeah. So, I was super impressed by by Andrescu, but, um... But, yeah, I mean, you know, we we, we Wozniaki hasn't given done her press yet. She'll do that on Sunday. So I'm, I'm curious to just kind of get her thoughts and just kind of a head check, like kind of where things at and physically how you feeling, motivation, you know, all those sorts of things. But it has to be said, despite all that, she did, you know, win China Open last year um, in the fall. Not the toughest draw to, to do that. Um, that was one takeaway from China Open. It was great for her to do it, but didn't have to play um, too many top players to to, mm-hmm. to win that one. Um so yeah, so so we'll be checking in on Wozniacki. But I, I I think you're right. The players to watch in this quarter, they gotta be Barty, gotta be Sabalenka, and gotta be Kvitova. And yeah. Petra looks really good. Um you know, so and and Petra, my word, honey, like you have like zero points to defend in the first
0: three slams. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Like I it really bothers me <laughs> that she's seeded number eight at the Australian Open after the season that she had. And then I thought about it, I was like Oh, you got no points at three slams.
0: Yeah, you she know, was, like I mean, you, she didn't do anything in the U.S. either, right?
1: No, she did. She lost to Sabalenka third round. Third round. That's not much points. Well, yeah, but it was a loss to Sabalenka. It, 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 it didn't wasn't bother bad. Me but as it was much. just
0: like again, it was just sort of like. But she's got a lot of points points to pick up at slams. Uh, she could play Scherzova third round. I can't remember them ever playing. That would actually be kind of fun. Uh, Barbara Scherzova, whose book I am hoping to get a copy of from her here, much to Courtney's uh, jealousy. jealousy. Yeah, so I appreciate that.
1: I <laughs> Um, Benchich also floating in there, who's playing a little bit, who's getting better, um, which is good. Anisamova floating in this section as Anisimova well.
0: Is interesting to um, watch. I get Nicolescu. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, round.
1: exactly. That's a
0: tough one for a young player to play. Yeah, I mean, um,
1: Sarenko looked good. A Sorenko Sarenko made the Brisbane final, yeah. Third round could be interesting. Like, we every, just have too many all players Brisbane. All the seats
0: are good. No one's irrelevant, which kind of sucks. Um, bottom, <laughs> it's, it's annoying. Like, everyone matters. I'm it's, sorry. It's got a good flow. I'm sorry. Uh, can you put out some lower quality product? <laughs> Crap. That's what I always say about WTA. Like, there's... There's very little point sometimes in predicting the future or, like, prognosticating a, a Grand Slam. But, like, almost any smash you to kind of watch will be great. Yes. And that's what this... We're very much at peak that feel. I mean, right
1: first now. round Sicario Stepenko. Hello. First
0: round Benchich Siniakova. I'd watch oh. the shit... That's unseeded. i watched the shit out of that. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, so the bottom quarter is Angelique Kerber. I was thinking... I sort of picked on Twitter Serena to... Be like the, my favorite going into the up before the draw came out. And the more I was thinking about it, I was like, I really should pick Kerber. Like, Kerber looked so good at Hopman Cup as, you know, being a full time player, part time babysitter. And she was just great and looked so in shape. It was I didn't see who she lost to in. She lost to in, in Sydney. And she that. was dominating. I mean, yeah.
1: Kerber was dominating. Then Petra came back and just kind of flipped a switch. And yeah. I'm never going to fault Petra anybody for losing yeah. to Petra Kvitova because I think Petra Kvitova should never lose a tennis match. But, but, <laughs> but Kerber looks like she's in really she good straight.
0: shape. I mean, the new coach with Schuttler uh, worked out well so far in um, in Hopman. Still, you know, they haven't, they haven't got slams together, which is a different sort of mode for her. Um, and, you know, another player who didn't stay with Facet after a great year. which it's a very interesting pattern that becomes clearer and clearer. So yeah, uh Kerber is in a section she opens against Herzog and then Bernardo uh, Bernarda Para or Hadad Maya, which is not bad. But Becket just look good. Against just against
1: Torben. Angie Ooh. versus Torben. Ooh. Ooh. I think they've played before. I think last year and it was it was one-way traffic. Okay. Um if I recall, I could totally but I, I do remember one time. I feel like yeah. she has played against Torben.
0: I feel like is in the fourth round would be a good matchup for her mm-hmm. if she does get there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Sloane. Actually, Sloane's good against Kerber. Sloane's Sloane, great. Sloane is really good against Sloane's Kerber. Sloane just needs if to get on get a roll.
1: And it's actually a, a section that she can. It's a really good... It's Sloane's a really nice, big draw. By, yeah, I think that this winner. is good for, for Sloane. She opens against Taylor Townsend. Second round, either Ons Jabor or uh, Tamea Babos. Yeah. First seed would be Petra Martic, who seeded at a slam for the first time. And then the others... Uh, two seeds that are in this uh, this section of the draw are uh, Kontavite and Burtons, Both obviously very good. Sasnovich also floating in here. Mm. Both great. All three. Chenkova unseated huh? She's not
0: usually Yeah, unseated.
1: yeah. Um, and and it's not an easy draw. In my opinion, one of the draw losers, Kiki Burtons. I think she's yeah. set up to to do really well. But first round, Ali Risk, who just made the Shenzhen final. Second round, either Puig or Pavlychenkova. Not easy. And then third round, Kontavite who I just think is... I mean, she's... She's really good. She just kind of falls apart sometimes late in matches, but all the pieces are there. She's working well with Nigel Sears. So Burton's contre third round to play Sloane. I like it. I Burton mean, Burton's has now been, but, yeah, yeah, but really... it, it, but it's tough for Kiki Burtons, and I, which is unfortunate only because I think that she's really set up to do well here. Yeah, um, I think she looked really, really good um, in uh, in Brisbane in her opening match against Elise Mertens. She eventually lost her second match in three sets to Vekic and it was a great match and then in Sydney played a great tournament and then lost 7-5 uh, in the third to Barty um, in a great match I mean she was broken three times she could only break Ash once Ash hit a miracle backhand stab volley at 5-all 30-all in the third set and that pretty much set up everything but um, yeah, I'm, I'm big on Burtons but
0: this draws is brutal yeah, for sure. And that was the whole draw. The women. That's the whole draw. We did it. Uh, thank you guys for the thing. Over, uh, yes, I mean, Kerber, it's all going to be good. Like I said, there's so many relevant players, especially WDA. Like, we could have to update this all a lot. I mean, because a lot of top players could go out in the first three rounds, in theory. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be, it's it'll a, be a fun, fun ride. It's a fun cake. It's
1: going to be delicious. I can't tell you what your slice is going to have, which color is going to dominate, what's the what, but it's going to be delicious, and you'll be happy. And it's all sweet. I assure you. They? There's just no way. There's no way that this draw breaks. Didn't
0: they have fun? This is an unbreakable draw. They have they have funfetti in Australia? Not that we have a kitchen oh. to make one, but I'm kind of craving it. Suddenly. Do they Thanks have it?
1: Confetti cake? They okay. must have some more festive name for it. Oh, it's like a, oh, it's a potty cake. Like, like unicorn poo cake or something. I don't know.
0: It's a little Brooklyn-y for... for, Oh, that is actually really hipster. Uh, Maybe. Uh, Well, tell us about Funfetti in Australia, if anyone knows the answers to this. Love some Funfetti. Thank you for listening to NCR. As per always, follow along with us on Twitter, NCR underscore tennis is our handle there, at NCR underscore tennis, dot Facebook.com slash NCR podcast as well. Email us questions, no challenges remaining, at gmail.com. I've seen a lot of people getting postcards arriving, which is great. Uh, Still Few more, still about ten percent of them left. Mostly, almost all New York, all New York cards left at this point. Good progress, and yeah, so those will hopefully be going out. Not now while I'm here, but uh yeah, that's about it. Any any Melbourne quick rant thoughts before those people go? The weather's
1: amazing right now, you guys. It's gonna get hot. I know that's what people keep telling me, but right now Melbourne, like it's been lovely. I haven't had to wear a t-shirt out. It's like it's great at night. You can wear a hoodie. It's just perfect. It's like the weather right now is making me want to like live in Melbourne but I also know that the Syrian gates of hell are just waiting right around upon the corner. Upon us yeah so
0: so that, that, that yeah similar um yeah no no real Melbourne thoughts so far I'll get some dumplings tonight. Yes that'll be good. Set Courtney around. hasn't eaten all day, so Courtney's a little cranky. Courtney, considering we've done other podcasts where Courtney's like, I haven't eaten, I'm hungry. Where I've been hangry. I haven't and been hangry. No, you've been pretty good. I've I been pretty say, good, right? The lion has stayed in the cage. New in year, terms of me. In terms of your race. New year, new me. Wow. And with that, we'll play Hey Jealousy and say goodbye. Bye. Do, 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 do.